Welcome to episode 22 of the Life and Times of the Osborne Man. I am your host, Holly Hazard. This week, we hear from daughter Betty as she writes about Syracuse University's first ever women's baseball game. As I've come to know my great aunt through her letters, it doesn't surprise me that she'd be leading the way in sporting events at her college. Here's Betty. April 26th, 1921. Dearest Mother, seeing as how this is all on the paper, I can find it will do, won't it? I was so glad to get your letter and know that you're better and know that you caught the train and got home all right. I sure did like having you here. It seemed great for you to be here more than one day. And although there was a little rush, not an awful rush rush, it seemed as if you almost made a little visit this time. I'm crazy about all my new clothes and hope you're enjoying yours, especially the coat. Helen insisted, she above all persons, that my waist was not spoiled. She said it looked pretty with the cream-colored lace, so I wore it with my accordion-plated skirt. I'm going to let Glad take my coat. Yours is too long and does not look well. M wrote today and wondered if a green sweater would not be too much with my hat. She suggested a white one with a green ribbon and white ruffly frills with green in it. I don't know what to do now. Would a white sweater look all right with cotton skirts? I am going to get a jade green ribbon to wear on my black dress with my green dress. Tell Louise I give her a most special and cordial invitation for Women's Day, and that I shall be highly pleased and delighted if she should deem to consider the invitation positively, opposite of negatively. How is the red organdy dress with the plaid coming? Better have that made first. That's about all she will need. Lily was up last night and brought up a brick of ice cream. We played cards until well about that hour, and Glad and I were up at six to study for zoo recitation. Had a spring quiz and zoo lecture, too. This afternoon, we had a women's baseball game, Frosh and Seniors. First women's baseball game in history of you. Score four, three, Seniors. Tonight, I have been over to practice my Italian dance and then went over to the swimming meet for a little while. Frosh were winning right and left when I left. I am going to the big forestry dance with Bud Saturday night. About my suit for Italia dance. I have to have a pair of pants loose at the knees. Louise's black satin bloomers with the rubber out will do. Send them at once so I can be sure they are right. We wear all white blouses with flat, soft collars. I think I can use my white waist I was talking to you about. It's going to be in the stadium this year, and lace won't show, I think. And don't forget about tambourine. I think by tomorrow morning there will be two new girls wearing alpha chai colors. Both awfully nice if we get them. Lovely warm weather. I am living in the bathtub every night. Guess this was all I had to write. Lots of love, Betty. Frank, write to Glad, but don't tell her I told you to, sis. While Betty was all in on pushing barriers for women's sports at Syracuse, she was conservative in other ways. Later in her life, she wrote a letter to the editor in support of the 18th Amendment prohibiting the manufacture and sale of alcoholic beverages. She also seems to be trying to play matchmaker between her brother and her friend Gladys at college. This week, the voice of Betty was played by Jesse Witten. This podcast is produced by Holly Hazard. Music is provided by Escalante Music from Pond 5. Thank you for listening. <laughs>